Hello, welcome to the Playlist Club, the music podcast with your weekly playlist of fan favorites and new artists. This is Sandy along with Nancy, Mike Kang, and Brianna. In this week's episode, we're going to tell you a few urban legends slash folklores from Asia. If you want to hear some chilling stories, then stick around for this week's episode. So let's start, start that, that playlist. playlist. Hello, everyone. It is spooky seasons, and we're three days away from Halloween. How does everybody Woo! feel? Free candy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> why not tell you gr- you all a few, like, urban legends, folklores from Asia? Um, and, you know, some of these stories have been told to us by family members or, you know, we've seen films over the years about some of these legends, folklores. Um, before we begin the storytelling, what was your pr- research process like? Because for me, I researched at the wrong time of day. So, meaning I would look, yeah, (laughs) you read these at night and then, you know, they have pictures. Some of them have pictures with it. And I'm like, no, (laughs) wrong time to be reading these stories. (laughs) Yep. I looked mine up at night and I was like, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't be reading this because the one that I have, the... The country is known for these paranormal stuff, these things. And then I'm like, (laughs) ooh. And then there's this, um, it's not related to my story, but there's a specific movie from this country that I'm sure most of us have seen and have been traumatized by it as when we were younger kids. Maybe not, but we'll we'll have to see. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I read it at night too. I'm like, yeah, let's not do that. Because like, like Satan <laughs> mentioned, there are photos. And I'm like, yeah, we're reading about Asian horror stories. And knowing <laughs> that Asian people, like, lots of superstitious stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, yeah, let's not do that. And guess who ended up praying really hard that night before? <laughs> me. So Yeah, don't be like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not staying up all night. No, I'm like I gotta go work next day. So. Yeah, I did. I did more of like the funny ones, like okay. watching people like get scared. And then like right before I was going to sleep, I was like looking. I was like, I need to find something like legends and stuff. And then I was like, Nope, I'm not gonna go into this just yet, just because those are more of the true scares you know mm-hmm. whereas like the funny ones it's more so like mazes or like um going to those haunted houses you know like yeah. fake haunted fake houses not real fake, ones okay not fake real ones. Stuff. <laughs> exactly so once we got to the real stuff i was like no i shouldn't do this before i sleep <laughs> but yeah and yeah it doesn't help because when i read these things my room is always pitch dark and m- my <laughs> biggest fear is like opening my eyes and turning to look at my closet because yeah. my closet doors I got rid of my closet doors so I just have like curtains in front of Girl. it and they're see-through curtains that's how I curtains. <laughs> and my biggest fear is something's peeking at me staring at me as I'm sleeping in bed and yeah it was not good I had to tell myself like you need to go to sleep and not do this during the night because you're just scaring yourself 
Sandy, mm-hmm. you need to get doors because if something does happen, they're going to know you're in your closet. You go hide in your closet, you know? <laughs> but even with the door, they know that you're in there. I know, but at least they might be like, oh, maybe they're not. Versus with Sandy's see-through <laughs> oh, curtains. Oh, they will. <laughs> with Sandy's see-through curtains, it's like 100% she's in there. <laughs> American films, they always check the closet, so... <laughs> Okay. Uh, my sister, sorry, my sister, I wanted to share something just because okay, it's, like, yeah. it's a Hmong movie. So my sister, she's a, I don't know why she did this, but she sent, um, like, you know those memes, right? Mm-hmm. Those Hmong Halloween memes. And if y'all know this movie, Jay and Shua, oh. she sent <laughs> a meme of, um, I think it was the Jeffrey Dahmer, Dahmer, whatever. That, oh, like, De- that Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. It was hit, it was like a shot from his film. And on the TV screen was Jay and Shaw, and Jay no Shaw has a scary face. I'm like, nope, exit. I'm like, why would you do that? Right when we're about to go bed, yeah. Like you're weird. That movie gave me nightmares for a long time. Her, it's her face. (laughs) Like it's her face. Okay, are we ready for the storytelling? Yep, I'm excited. Um, I think my story, we've all heard it before um, and probably seen the, I didn't realize how many movies have been made like, and how popular it was in the media, but like there's probably like 15 movies, remakes of this um, story, but my story is Menak Prakanong. Um, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it at all, but the ghost, I guess I'll say, her name is Nak, but May is Miss in Thai, so I will be saying going between Nak and May Nak from time to time. Just a heads up, they are the same person. Just I May is Miss. So, um, let's begin. So this tale is actually believed to date back to the Ratanang Kosin period. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correct, but it's like the 18th century. So this is a really, really old tale. And Menak lived near the Wat Mahabud along a canal in the Prakanon district with her husband, Mak. So during this time, Mak was sent to war and Nak was actually pregnant. And Mak, who was then injured, um, this kind of prolonged his journey back home. But Nak, who was still back in Prakanon, actually, di- actually died during childbirth. And she died with the baby still inside of her. So mm-hmm. both mother and um, child didn't make it and then she was buried in the cemetery in Wat Mahabut but because of her love for Mak her spirit was bound to this her former life so she reappeared in human form to carry out her duties as Mak's wife and every day she waited for Mak's return and this starts to terrify the villagers who then invited monks an exorcist to banish her. Uh, none were successful. So after Mark's long gone, um, he actually does return from the war. And he returns to his loving wife and child. Quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> but not long after his return, the villagers warned him about his wife. They told him she is dead she died during childbirth 
But he was not having it. He was mad, angry with the villagers, and he dismissed all their warnings. But one day, while cooking, Nock accidentally drops a lime from her porch. Reaching for the lime, she actually stretched her inhuman arms all the way from the second floor balcony down to the grounds below. And in that very moment, Mock, who had returned home from St. Aaron's, witnesses this horrifying scene. He was so scared that he fled from the from his home to the nearest temple. And Menak, who was so heartbroken and furious, actually set out for revenge by terrorizing the villagers for causing her husband to leave her. Um, eventually, the reverend monk Thom De Tol came to the village's aid. He approached Nak's spirit with calmness and compassion, and with his guidance, Nak's body um, was cremated, and he they actually carved a piece of her forehead um, to keep as an amulet. And then today, people from all walks of the life traveled to Minak Shrine in Wat Mahabat to pay their respect and seek favors. Um, did you girls know that Minak had a shrine? No. Yeah, there is like an actual shrine in um, Prakanong district. Do you know if it's supposed to be like good luck or like blessings for your marriage and your lover or is it just a shrine? Um, the thing is, I what I've read is that some people go there because, you know, pe- the men in Thailand do have to go and serve in the army. Kind of similar to like mm-hmm. South Korea's military system. So a lot of them go to her shrine and seeking favors to not be picked. Because I think it's all about like, do you get picked or not oh. in Thailand? Oh, I can't oh yeah, remember. yeah. Yeah, something like yeah, that. So like, when- bam, bam, right? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Sorry, (laughs) tangent. (laughs) Yeah, so it was something like that where like uh, most of the time people kind of go there seeking favors for themselves and like trying to avoid like that military pay gang um, Mm. or like their military service. Um, But yeah, there is a whole entire shrine dedicated to her. And what some of my research is that like the story is related to is some parts of it is like true or like there's some parts of it from history but the f- name wasn't mock at least the husband's name wasn't mock it was something else um <laughs> yeah but like this is a very popular like thai ghost love story um that deals heavily with love and heartbreak um yeah because because <laughs> there's at least one, two movies that I know of with this free retelling. Because I think the older one is a bit closer to the the story you just told. But mm-hmm. the newer one, the one with, what's his name? Mario. Mar- Mar- Mario? Yeah, yeah Mario, Mario. Mario. Yeah. Like that one oh, has a bit more humor in it. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> that was supposed to be a, what was it? Uh Pimak. Yeah, Pimak. It's like a, oh yeah, Pimak is like the comedy version. Yeah, it's a parody yeah. version. So it's funny. But honestly, it was more sad than it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, if if you think of this story, it is pretty sad. Like, yeah. she, all she wanted was happiness with her husband, who then was constricted to work because, you know, he was unlucky and got drawn and had to go to war. And then she dies trying to you know, give birth, and yeah, her spirit just lingers 
It's kind of sad. I saw the not the Pimak one, but the other version, mm-hmm. not the not the scary version. It, it wasn't oh. actually that bad. Like you would think it's scary, but it I don't think it was that scary at all. If anything, it was like it's similar to Pimak, but just trying to get her to get reincarnated and go back to the mm-hmm. spiritual realm. I, I I would say that one tells the better story, but if you want to laugh, Pimak is the choice. Yeah. That you would go. <laughs> hmm For sure. I saw the Pimak one also, the which is the parody one. Yeah. I saw Namnak, which was released in 1999. And although it was supposed to be scary, I didn't think it was scary, you know? Like it wasn't <laughs> If you compare it with like Shutter, it was not that Shutter kind of scary. scary. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, huh, okay. Like, because it's supposed to be scary, but it wasn't scary. But the tale itself is scary. Though. Mm-hmm. Like, how she's a uh, imaginary, alive. Yeah. Imagery is alive, you know? Yeah. And stuff. So, yeah. I think it's scary for us because in our cultures and Asian cultures, like spirits and ghosts are like very prevalent and like you Mm -hmm. hear so many stories Mm -hmm. about it. And like my siblings, I'm lucky enough, I've never experienced anything paranormal, but like my siblings have, especially one sibling. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm glad because he has had some really bad experiences which i'll have to tell you girls some other time (laughs) (laughs) i would like to hear his experiences are for you yeah um so regarding like namnak right if we if we look at namnak and pimak right when they Mm -hmm. did when they did like the ritual or the ceremony to get rid of her right Mm -hmm. you you said that the priest or whatever um approached her calmly and yeah. nicely. so does she go away like she didn't reboot much or was she pretty bad also i think with what i was reading is that because he was calm and he showed her so much compassion that like mm-hmm. him guiding her through like from this evil spirit into more of a calm spirit that can move on um Mm -hmm. she was at least from what i read she didn't like do anything or it wasn't hard it was just a lot of you know like i I think because of the different versions i've seen i don't think it was ever really calm in those yeah usually it's like she's terrorizing yeah the ceremony and stuff but yeah from the stories that i read it was more the priest or the shot the um can't even think right now oh my gosh basically yeah they were more calm with her more compassionate with her that um with their guidance she was able to move on to the spirit world um so if you compare the movies to like previous monks who are trying to get rid of her it's more yeah. so trying to get rid of her yeah versus like what you mentioned sandy showing compassion Pat- to mm-hmm. her and so, like, I would say, I understand why she would go willingly. Yeah. Versus, mm-hmm. like, hey, we a goal or is forcing to get rid of you. you. Yeah. Because yeah. you're scaring people. Yeah. I think all the versions I've seen, they were all just like, we're going to get rid of you. We're going to get rid of you. And, like, then you start seeing, like, 
this evil, evil, revengeful yeah. side. Evil um, editing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah. That was my story, Menak Prakanong. Who is ready to share theirs? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't know if I, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but who wants to share next? When you were telling the story, I was just thinking of Pimak the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so like I was like trying to keep my cool, but I'm like, eh, it's so funny. Yeah. Um and we got two good looking guys, Pimak. We got Mario and Sean. Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my story, it's not scary. But it's like an urban legend slash curse. Mm. Um, I don't remember if you girls remember this, but remember when there was the um, the soccer team Italian that was stuck in a cave. Yes, with yeah. The coach. And so it's so recently the Netflix series came out on Netflix, and so um on the Hmong Facebook on the Facebook page with the Hmong movies and stuff. They were talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, I want to watch this. But then I watched the documentary first, mm-hmm. which I'm glad I did. And that Wait, the they made a scary version of the... No, no it's just a... It's a documentary version on Disney+. Plus, and then it's a Netflix series of the whole... Of, oh. of the situation. Yeah. And so you kind of understand... They, they give you, like, a backstory of, like, what, why it's there. But anyways... Uh, so back in I believe it's uh twenty eighteen, couple years. Yep, twenty mm-hmm. uh, in twenty eighteen, um, this uh soccer team and their coach was stuck in a cave because they went out and they were gonna celebrate someone's birthday, and um during like the summer it's monsoon season, right? Yep. And so, uh, that day it was raining, and so they went to the cave to kind of like find shelter, and then it just kept raining and raining and raining, and usually it doesn't come yet. But then for some reason, that season, it came earlier. And so every time the water rises inside the cave, mm-hmm. they have to move back into the cave even further. Oh, yep. So a couple of days later, uh, basically, it went all over the news that these boys and the coach is stuck in a cave. And so um, people from, like, uh, what is it, expert cave divers were called in to go save these boys. And basically, this is where the... Um, urban legend comes in so the cave that they are in is called tam long cave or um yeah the tam long cave and basically if you look at the cave the urban legend is that it is shape of the princess who died in there so what had happened was 300 years ago um about 300 years ago this is what the region believed over 300 years ago the king at that time um had a daughter the princess and the princess fell in love with the staple boy. And the king was like, nope, too poor. Like, you can't be with him. And so they ran away and they ran to the cave. And then the princess got pregnant, okay? And then one day, the staple was like, I'm going to go out to look for food. And she was like, okay, that's fine. But during that time, the king sent people to go search for them because she is still the princess. Mm-hmm. And so the people that were searching for them found the stable boy when he was looking for food, killed him. <gasps> of course. Yep. And then the princess who was in the cave found out, and she killed herself inside the cave. And so Dang. people believe that she, like, cursed the cave, and, like, she's, like, the spirit in the cave. And so if you kind of look at it, it, you can see, like, the shape of, like, like a body. I guess oh. you can see that. And so people believe that the princess trapped uh, these boys in there um, 
in, in the cave along with the coach. Okay. And so this is where like, you could believe it. You cannot believe it. It's really up to you. Um, but during, um, during this time, like people were praying, their monks were called to come pray for the boys and all this stuff. And there was this, um, oh, so they had the Thai Navy SEAL come in to like try to save yep. the boys. But the Thai Navy SEAL isn't trained to do caves. Mm. And so like they can't do anything about it. And so that's why they called like these British and Australian expert cave divers to come and help. Um, and then um, there's, I would say he's a monk. There's a monk that they called him to come in because uh, they believe that he is the reincarnation of the king. And so they kind of like worship mm-hmm. him huh. like that. And so basically he came and did his ritual and he told, it, it, it shows in the documentary on Disney+. Plus. So he told them that, hey, don't worry. The boys will come out and the boys and the coach will come out in a couple of days. But just so you know, there's going to be two lives that are lost because of the rescue. Okay. Fast forward. Um, there was one day where there was a Thai Navy SEAL. He went in. Like, they found the boys. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Someone passed away. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. They found the boys. They're going to go in and save the boys and all this stuff. But then on the way back, one of the Thai Navy SEAL, he died. Okay? Yeah. Like he died because um, they ran out of oxygen. Yeah. And so people were like, okay, like one person died already. Um, and then like a couple of days, uh, like a week or so later, all the boys came out. And then so far, there's only one life that has been taken. Okay. And so all the boys came out and basically it was like they had to do it. Otherwise, they were all going to die in there. And so um, I'm not going to go into details on how they were saved, but basically everyone was saved. And then um, uh, people were like, okay, well, the monk said there's supposed to be two lives, but there was only one. Okay, that's okay. Um, that's, good. That, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. But then here's the thing. A year later, another Navy SEAL person died because of what happened during rescue because he got injured or there was like something in his blood from the cave and so he died and so that's like two lives that like were taken was claimed from the cave yeah so then um i just thought that it was i personally don't believe in it i just think that things happen because it happens but then like some people do truly believe in it it is not not that it's scary but the people say that like this place is cursed Mm. Um, and outside the cave, there's actually a shrine, very huge in the Thai culture. Yep. There's a shrine of the actual princess and where they could pay respect and everything. Mm-hmm. So urban legend has it that she is still roaming in the cave. And so, yeah, that's my story. It's not very scary, but it's up to you if you think that the monk's prediction is correct or not. I personally don't believe it, but <laughs> for you to decide. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, at first, I was I was like, "How is this gonna turn into an urban legend?" Right? Because I've already <laughs> seen like the documentary about yeah. it. And I'm like, "How does it turn into an urban legend?" I was so confused, and then you got into that. I'm like, "Oh, okay." Uh, okay. You have to explain like the whole thing. Yeah. It was, yeah, the documentary was really good. Mm. I prefer the documentary because I think it has better details than the actual film. But then the Netflix series is good too. So. Is this apparently another version? Oh, 
I didn't watch any of them. I just watched it, whatever was online on YouTube. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys have Disney Plus, I recommend watching that. Yeah. yeah. Is this the one with Yaya? Yep. The, the Dis- Netflix oh, series? Yeah, the Netflix, yeah. Okay. Yaya's in there. And then there's a different movie, like an actual movie where we're Sakalawad. Oh, I remember. Plays, plays the Navy SEAL that I believe passed away. Yeah, I remember seeing him. It was funny because I got it mixed up. And so then my Netflix file, I'm like, where's weird? <laughs> yeah, so Anything that's you want to add, Brie? You guys have any questions? Like I said, it's not a scary one. I don't think so. I'm just curious to see how it looks like a body because when I looked at it, it looks more like, I guess, if I was to compare it to a body, right? It would kind of look <laughs> like intestines. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, like, well, she was pregnant at this time, so then you kind of have oh, to like look the at belly the and okay, yeah, okay. yeah. okay. The, the chest, belly, and everything. Because so. if you look at it, it's more like a stream, you know, because mm. water comes down into it, right? That's how they were saying it in the documentaries. Because it was it was also monsoon season, so like wait, water what? was pouring down. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the cave. I think oh, it did no, look no, from like, the outside part yeah, of it, outside. not inside, but like looking uh, on the outside of it. I'm like, what? Uh, okay, okay, okay. You know, you said that made me think of Moana. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's basically like that. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. oh my god, Moana. But okay, yeah, it's it's like that. Mm, okay, okay. But she's not at her side. She's on her back. Oh, oh, okay. That makes sense. Like, you know, with the, the belly. belly. Okay, yeah. okay. That makes sense. Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. So you have to look at it from the outside. So looking at the bigger picture. Watch a documentary they even showed you. So okay. <laughs> to do that it's then. good. For I, I, I remember when it came out and I'm like, oh wow, I hope they get saved. And then yeah. well, the, for almost twenty days, twenty days or so. Yeah. The, it's a miracle. The coach like was also a previous monk also. The what? The the soccer coach. He was also a monk before. Or, like, he learned the techniques and stuff. So, that's why they were saved, you know? I, you believe what you believe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely an interesting story. And I think it's, like, not relevant, but within, like, recent memory. I'm sure most people would know Mm -hmm. uh, that story. But I don't think many people know mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways. (laughs) Um, so mine is from Beijing or else China and you girls kind of know like what urban legends or creepypastas are or what creepypastas creepypasta yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wait, pasta? I thought pasta? I that wrong like pasta are you sure? yeah like creepypasta it's like yeah. a it's like an internet slang for like scary stories like the slender man Oh, oh things no, like that. I've never heard of that before. That's my first time. I never I'm heard not that crazy. <laughs> I guess I'm too old. <laughs> but uh, I guess mine, uh, my tale comes from Beijing. And it's one that's been told online for like a while. So there's many different iterations of the uh, story. But um, I, I will read this and let me know if you girls have questions. But it's kind of creepy. Um so I'm using that's mags.com, uh, giving credit where credit's due. 
But uh, so it starts off on a dark night in November 14th, 1995. And it was a stormy night as well. A young man boarded the last bus heading to Beijing's Fragrant Hills located in the Haidian district. Shortly after the man boarded the Route 302 bus, two men tried to weigh down the bus. So just imagine a bus going down a road and it's dark and there's two guys on the side of the road, okay? Um, the bus driver was initially reluctant to pick up the men because they weren't waiting at a bus stop. It was just a random place in the road. Um, however, the driver decided to stop after the conductor reminded him that it was the last bus headed that way. So they wouldn't have someone like nobody would be able to pick them up after because they're the last bus, you know? Once the mysterious roadside men were on board, the passengers were surprised to see that they were wearing some pretty badass Qing Dynasty robes. So do you guys know what those are? Mm -hmm. Like the Mr. Vampire robes. robes? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that not only were they wearing like the Qing Dynasty robes, but they were actually three guys and not two. One with long, messy hair, and they were, and he was being supported by the two other men. So, as the story goes, um, the men' faces were a lot lighter than a normal person's, right? Because normal people have like color to their faces. Yeah. Um, white. Yeah, like okay, whiter, like a whiter, paler um, face, and like they didn't interact with any of the passengers and they just kind of came in on the bus and like sat down um naturally like a lot of the naturally the commuters are a bit uneasy with the whole situation but the conductor is like don't worry they probably didn't have time to change after work or something like that um so like don't worry just it's it's fine (laughs) y'all it's normal (laughs) (laughs) Slowly, the bus began to empty the passengers. So one by one, passengers were getting off the bus and the college student was still on the bus. Um, And then as people were emptying the bus, only an old lady and the young man remained remained inside with the mystery men. All was quiet until the old woman abruptly accused the man of stealing her wallet, a claim that resulted in an intense argument between the men or not the men, the boy and the old lady. And they and the old lady's like, okay, we need to get off the next stop because I need to take you to the police. Like, you stole my wallet. We have to go to the police station to get this sorted. And then so once off the bus, the young man got really angry with the old lady saying like, like, you just made me get off the last bus. That's the last bus. I can't go anywhere else because it's the last bus. Um, but the old lady picked up on something uh, while she was on the bus. The windows were open, and as the bus is driving, the wind blew, that came through the window lifted up the robes of the Qing Dynasty men's, and she noticed that they didn't have any feet. <laughs> so, so, if that happened to be true, that they're actually, like, ghosts, the old lady just basically saved the young man's life, you know, by telling him to get off the bus. The following morning, the 302 bus was reported missing, reported missing. And according to like different variations of the story, 
it would be three days until the bus was found again. Eventually, the bus was was recovered in a reservoir miles away from the final destination of Fragrant Hills, and inside it were three heavily decomposed bodies, the driver, the conductor, and the one unidentified body with lengthy, unkempt hair. In some versions of the tale, police found that the gas tank was full of, not gas, but blood instead. So, there's a lot of mysteries that surrounds this case. Uh, the fact that the bus wouldn't have enough gas to get to the reservoir, and that the body- bodies were too decomposed for the like amount of time that they were missing. Yeah. But the police officer, or the, um, there's also claims that the police officers, like, they looked at, uh, like, video recordings and surveillance, but, like, they couldn't find the bus or find anything out of the ordinary. So it's just a super creepy urban legend. That's kind of the end of my story. But it's a super creepy urban legend from Beijing that kind of gets passed along, um, the internet and I'm sh- I don't think they have Halloween over there but if they do I definitely see this as like one that would be passed around uh, just because of how creepy it is but yeah that's my urban legend it's simple sweet but yeah like can you imagine you're on the bus and it's dark at night and then you see like two ladies wearing monk clothes trying to get on the bus uh, oh so I'm getting on that bus <laughs> Of the hair down, <laughs> right? Like, would you girls get off the bus too? Yeah, but it's the last bus. I don't care. Off, I it's the know. last bus. If you see them get on, are you getting off? Oh hey, yeah. Bus. New Year season, right? <laughs> huh? Definitely not New Year season. Year season. Right? <laughs> oh, no way. Do no. you? Well, oh. off topic, but do you girls know how to tell the difference between someone who is alive and someone's not wearing monk clothes? Now, how is so, crossed? So you know how there's the green and pink rope string that you tie yeah. around the waist. Uh-huh. So so like you know when you're sleeping and when when you're dead and they do your funeral and stuff. You know how when you tie a knot in the back, it will kind of make your body look weird because like when you're laying down, if there's something behind you, it kind of props your back up. Like, yeah, yeah. For your oh. body. So if you see. That the two, the red and the gray string, the knot are both in the front. Ooh. That's how you tell. That's a good one. Wait, what? Because you know how so you, you know tie it you... to the back? If it's tied to the front, then you that can means. Lay there nicely. The you can lay yeah. the body nicely. Yeah. Yeah. The body. Oh. Yeah. But it depends. What if they have front and back? <laughs> <laughs> well, front and back, I think, is different, but when it's both. Cause like I remember when we were younger and we're like getting ready for the moon year, we'll put it in the front. And I remember my mom would always yell at us, saying, "You can't do that." She never oh. explained why. And then like years later, we were talking about it. She's like, "Yeah, you could tell if both, if the knots are in the front." And I was like, "I didn't know that." Heck no, that's how you tell. <laughs> I I will look for the knot. That's what I will do. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, super creepy. I kind of mentioned it earlier, but Nancy, you said the vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know if that movie ever traumatized you guys growing up. Um, Mr. Vampire. The one where, you know how they jump with their hands straight out? Yeah. That one, right? You know, that's actually a Hmong slash Mao um, legend. 
That's、uh-huh. how it came about. Yeah. See, okay, my thing. Okay, um, I've heard this story before. I think there's a movie, or maybe I've just seen something that was similar to it. I I still just can't think, or I just keep thinking about how the grandma saved the kid's life. Right. right? That's just、yeah. when you were talking about. I'm like.、Mm. There's something going on because why would she say that out of the blue? So yeah. Wait, what did she say again? She accused him of stealing her wallet and that they have to leave at the next stop so they can go to the police station. Does that mean to、sense? save his life? So, so was the grandma trying to help yeah. the kid? Yeah, because she saw that the that the the two men with the Qing Dynasty clothes didn't have any feet.、Mm-hmm. So if you don't know how Qing Dynasty clothing. Looks like go look it up because they're basically like long robes. Yeah. Um. So like you wouldn't be able to see the feet, but because, um, the wind blew the the robe up, she saw that they didn't have any feet. <laughs> I was reading this at night. I'm like, <laughs> and there was like a photo too of them of like Qing Dynasty robes and、nope, thinking、no. about Mister Vampire. I'm like, yeah, we'll just go with this one. <laughs> so that's my story. <laughs> There's actually a lot of movies that have those in there, so、mm-hmm. yeah, just go look them up. But otherwise, if you're done, I do have my urban legend. <laughs> Honestly, it's not too long. They didn't have too much information about it. the The urban legend story was pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> But mine is based in India. Don't you guys think it's kind of funny how like none of us mentioned Japan though? <laughs> Japan got too many scary ones. Oh, Mike got freaked out. So I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> But yeah, mine's in India, and the place is called it's it's a place urban legend, so um or location I should say. But the location is called Bangar Banga Fort. So it was kind of like a small city, and then they had、um, a royal family there living there, where they were、um, located. And before they built that place,、um, this one person, I guess, kind of like a, I heard a couple things, but、um, the person was. They had like a temple, so I'm guessing kind of like a priest or something. Not a priest, but like you know what I mean.、Um, mm-hmm. But they had a temple or so, and then they had to ask that the person Kobaba、um, to see if they could build in that location, right? And then, so there's two legends、um, in this location. So the first one, Baba gave them permission as long as. The shadow of like the city doesn't block his his shelter, you know,、mm-hmm. and where he's staying. And guess what? <laughs> it blocked his shelter. Capitalism <laughs>、oh, wins once、did. again. <laughs> one of the one of the prince decided to build、um, the palace or some kind of tower that blocked his temple. And so he cursed the city, and so you know people died, and so、um, I won't say what happened next because they didn't really say much. But then、um, the second urban legend is that 
with this royal family. I'm not sure if it was still in the same time frame, but the second urban legend to this location is that there was a wizard. <laughs> His name was Senya. And then he fell in love with the princess. Her name was Ratnavi, Ratnavati. Ratnavati. Y'all, sorry if I butchered it, but Ratnavati. That was her name. And then he made this potion, this love potion, and sent it to her. And apparently she she knows black magic too, or like she knows of black magic. And so she knew that this um this bottle of liquid that she received was a spell. And so she tossed it away. And then I get I'm not sure if like she sent the boulder or apparently like this boulder rolled down and crushed him to death. And he cursed the whole entire um, city too, and people died. Yeah, no it's kind of crazy. <laughs> but like he cursed the city before his death, and then um, by by nineteen what nineteen by seventeen eighty three, like it was the whole place was totally abandoned, and this place is actually a forbidden axis or like a forbidden place you can go during the day but once it hits like nighttime and you cannot see at all you're forbidden to be there but then from other stuff i heard too is that like um how it's haunted is how (coughs) it's like is that there's like a lot of cries screams and etc but at the same time like Apparently, this is kind of close to a national park area, too. So there's, like, a lot of wild animals, like tigers and lions and stuff. Not lions. I forgot what the other one is. But, you know, just a lot of predators and monkeys, too. So <laughs> And <yeah>. monkeys, too. <laughs> yeah, monkeys, too. <laughs> They're not that nice. No, <laughs> They're not. <laughs> But yeah, and then supposedly either like the wizard or Baba was buried there or maybe both of them were buried there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that place is apparently cursed. So it is forbidden. So the city doesn't exist anymore then? Oh, it exists. Uh, Like the city itself, like people living there. No, they all moved out. Okay. But then, um, but then Mm. all the like, um walls and stuff are still there okay so it's like an abandoned city yeah Yeah. so anything that's abandoned (laughs) for real (laughs) but then i was looking at like videos and stuff and it's kind of run down though it kind of reminds me of a utaya you know like it looks really run down but then overall like if we were to see it back then it, it would probably look really nice so Oh, you tell you I scared it too. Make get a kiss. That part scared me. No, I think just anything abandoned. Yeah, and, like looks run down. Like gives you the creepy. That's vibes. like uh, don't go there. Like yeah. be smart. Yeah, yeah but a lot of people actually visit it. So, I mean, I would visit during the daytime, but <laughs> I'm like, nope. What if something follows you home? 
<laughs> For real. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would be like, nope. <laughs> would you visit it, Bray? No. <laughs> Not even during daytime? No. You just Why? Like, oh, it's cursed. <laughs> Why would you go visit a cursed place? Like, I can understand doing, like, scary stuff. Like, haunted house. Like, haunted hayrides. <laughs> and <laughs> maze. And, like, because those are, like, put up by people. But, like, if it's, like, it has a history of cursed stuff, like... Why would you want to mess with that and like go check it out? Like I'm just not one. To do that. <laughs> um, I believe in spiritual things too much to do that. Like, <laughs> like it's just why? Like I understand why, because there are some people who are curious about things like that, or like um, haunted places, stuff like that. And I'm just like I'm just not one of them. You know, <laughs> just not one of them. <laughs> Chicken. Just <like> that. <laughs> would you go? She said she would. she would. I would. <laughs> no, I, would I would. Okay, I'm not gonna say. I would. I would like to go see places, but like I wouldn't do like a tour. I'm like, okay, I see it. Okay, I'm good. But I would be okay going to this one just because it's like more out in the open. Mm. Like you could still like majority of it is out in the open, but like if you want to go see the palace, you will go indoor. There's a lot of stuff that you can go look inside too. But then, considering that it's like a whole city that you can look at, I think that would be really cool. I do like looking at like artifacts and stuff. So <laughs> I don't mind Asian Asian stuff. No, American <laughs> stuff. Okay, I don't care. But, but yeah. then, considering Not that scared. so many people went to go visit it too, I think it's okay. Whereas, like, if you hear. If you hear stuff that happens after and, like, not a lot of people go visit and stuff does happen, like, then I would be like, no, I'm not that stupid to go do that, you know? Do you know if it's, like, a tourist spot now? Um, I want to say it's a tourist spot, but then when I was looking at videos, there were a lot of people um, visiting the site, yeah, during the yeah. daytime. That's crazy. But definitely during, during, like, the evening when... The sun is setting. People are gone. <laughs> so, just make sure you leave. Um, before we end this week's episode, my question is, what makes Asian horror films or, like, folklore different from American ones? <laughs> I think I think it's <clears throat> scarier just because I think there's a lot of cultural... Mm things or aspect to it because like a lot of things that like we were taught growing up it's like okay you see that in movie in asian movies specifically like um let's just say that a lot of the southeast and asian stuff is very similar to our own culture so it's like okay maybe we do believe in it because you see it here we hear that it happens to people like for example like looking in between the legs and stuff oh yeah you know, like there's a yeah right mm -hmm. so like of course it's just things that we were told not to do and maybe because we don't want to try ourselves too um so yeah i think at the end of it i think it's really because of what of the culture aspect of it mm. yeah honestly the cultural aspect and also if you were movie wise all right well i guess in real life too you could see the difference of like if you're looking at America, everything is very modern or more more updated, I guess. 
And then if you look at um, Asia, like there's a lot of like new changes, like stuff are modern now, but a lot of stuff are still really run down mm-hmm. or it's like, if we look at like Laos and Thailand, people still live in like those bamboo houses, you know? And so like everything looks more run down and then it doesn't look as nice. So that does make it creepier too. From our perspective. Though. Yeah. Because, yo, who, who would want to be there, right? And if you look at this really nice house, you'd be like, oh, nothing's going to happen here. Like, it pretty much covers up, like, um, what it holds or, like, the horror and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So just just the setting itself, like, sets the tone of how you're going to feel. And in America, there's not as much belief in it or it's not as strong as in Asia where there's a lot of spiritual belief and it's really strong and they do believe that there are ghosts and stuff so it does kind of manifest um those to be alive you know so it is more prone to see these ghosts and um be kind of like these paranormal stuff being more active just because you're 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 giving them the energy to do it you know mm. so. i think oh sorry you done i think the thing too is that like in america the horror stories revolves more about like an entity trying to chase after you mm-hmm. or yeah. like a made-up entity or like, like not made up but stuff. like but like freddy krueger oh yeah um, uh, slender man like you know like more it, like thrillers or like yeah. there's big scary thing that's coming after you versus like in asia a lot of the horror stories that i grew up watching it's more like spiritual things Mm -hmm. uh, which in turn like again like in like eastern like asian countries spiritual things is a lot more real to because of religions and beliefs and things like that it's a little bit more real to us versus like here in america it's more like it's a murderer that's coming yeah. after you versus like, do you know? So like just the different Big monster, the different yeah. monsters in these movies are very different in that regard. Um, each one is more, I guess, quote unquote, believable than the others, depending on which country you come from. Cause like in, like in Asia, like if it's like Freddy Krueger coming after you, like it's not to say it's not believable, but it's like, to me, it wouldn't be as scary versus like, like I, I get more scared with the conjuring, like conjuring the conjuring series and like for the Freddy Krueger series or like for Saw sure. or things yeah. like that. Like I think just the different types of horror genre is very different from like the Western and Eastern perspectives. So Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I think Eastern or Asian horror movies are scarier because like Nancy said we can relate to it a bit more yeah. versus like like Mika horror stories. It's like there's a guy trying to kill you because yeah. you crossed him or you made him upset 15 years ago and now oh, he's yeah. back and he's going to come kill you. You know, or like yeah. just very different genres and one is more believable than the other. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. And just like production wise, the way they do makeup and like all of that is so different from like American mm-hmm. films and like you said Brie a lot oh of it's gosh. based 
<laughs> unlike thrillers are like you know murderers or anything mm-hmm. like true crime type of movies which i feel like aren't scary they're more like jump scares rather than like really scaring you um, like giving you the chills the build yeah. and stuff and even when they do remakes of these asian horror films they really Americans just do a scary. terrible job at it like shutter <laughs> for example i like was yes. showing my coworker Shudder, like the Thai version of Shudder. And I was telling her so like the basis better. of the story. And then I told her about this bed scene. The bed scene that scares me all the time. <sighs> like the reason why I tuck my blanket under my feet. Same. <laughs> <laughs> no matter how many years it's been, I still do. <laughs> I'm like I'm doing that tonight. Yeah, but if if you haven't seen the Thai version, you have to and you'll understand why I mean like we why we have to tuck our feet under the blanket because there is a scene that still haunts remember. me. The scene where like he's laying in bed and like suddenly his blanket's being pulled off of him and he's like, What is going on? So he looks and she's at the end of the bed, just smiling and pulling the blanket. <laughs> But they do that a lot in like other horror movies too. I know, but she looks <laughs> so scary. It's the makeup. The is for sure, the ghosts they do look more and scary. Asian films are scary. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and it's like in like, oh go hmm? like an Asian film is always like the long hair, white dress. Yep, for ghosts. sure. I don't know why it always has to be a white dress. I don't understand. <laughs> but also like. Um, kind of like bouncing off what Brianna was saying too, like Eastern. Oh my gosh, I can't. Oh, like um, in the Eastern part of the world, like it is a little bit based more on like folklores that has been going on, retold, For, yeah, and about like these horror stuff. And so, like you know, you kind of believe it because there are probably multiple people that have experienced the same thing, doing the same thing, you know? Yeah. And so for them to put it in the movies and stuff, <laughs> should listen to it. But then at the same time, like if you have a strong, um, I guess spirit from what people say, if you have like a strong, stronger mm-hmm. spirit, like you don't experience stuff like this yep. as much. Um, so, Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's a wrap for this week's episode. Um, I hope you all enjoyed our storytelling of urban legends, folklores from Asia. If there's any folklore you want us to check out, like let us know on social media. I don't know if you girls will check it out, but I definitely will. Um, I don't know. I just, I like true crimes, folklore type of things. I creeps me out. Not at night, though. (laughs) Not at night. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so, but before I forget, like, don't forget to check out our Spotify playlist. It'll have some of our favorite spooky music. I don't know what we would consider spooky, but I don't know. We might have Con Daniel on there. He's got some spooky music. (laughs) And also, this week's song recommendation is I Want to Stop the Time by Palmy. This song's actually... Um, from one of the Maynock films that was made over the years. It's the comedic version called Pimak. That's the original soundtrack for that. Um, so if you're not really into like the whole scare movies type of thing, then I definitely recommend like the Pimak version of the Maynock mm-hmm. story. But what did you guys think about the song? I thought it was good. I was reading the lyrics and like, ooh. <laughs> like, some of the description, I was like, okay. But the beginning of it, yeah, like, I thought it was creepy. Like, the song is not creepy. But, like, just how the song started, I'm like, 
okay, <laughs> I know why it's in that movie. So yeah, yeah. The lyrics are sad. Mm. It, it's sad. I didn't even read the lyrics, but <laughs> the the song itself, like, it gives you like this airy, mm. like spooky, airy, sad song. So yeah. I think they put a lot of like work into the how it, it's gonna feel. And how it's gonna portray in the movie too. So, yeah. but otherwise, like it was really good. It's sad. I, it's it's slower on the slower. Side. <laughs> oh my gosh, I couldn't think of the word. It is more on the slower yeah. side, but yeah. But I feel like it matches the yeah. movie. Yeah, because like, it kind of explains helps set up for the movie. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Um. Palmy is just in general. She's just an amazing like artist. I like so many songs from her, and a lot of them come from like movies and all of that. So she's amazing. Um, yeah, I like because I forgot what the soundtrack was for it, so I went to look it up, and I was like, ah, this is why it's a soundtrack. Um, but yes, like my king said, it does give you like that airy vibe, and the lyrics are sad. It is really tied into what may knock is all about which is love and heartbreak heartbreak um but yeah that was our song recommendation so like always make sure you hit follow like or subscribe on your preferred podcast platform so you know when our next episode drops if you'd like to talk to us or just want more information about today's episode head on over to our instagram at playlist.club as always thank you for joining us here at the playlist club Bye. bye